Welcome to another episode of the Not-For-Profit Podcast. My name is Matt Williams. Today, we are talking to Nick Marchese from Orange Sky. Nick started Orange Sky, as you'll hear. He'll do a quick introduction to help people. Today, he's going to talk to us about three things that he sees necessary in any NFP. The first one of that is being passion. You need to be passionate about what you do, how you do it, and where you do it, and also not for just for NFPs, but also for, for business. Nick also then goes on to tell us how they structured their business in a way that they didn't see originally what would happen by starting a software within the business. Nick expands on this to see that it worked for them, so they were able to take that to others as well, and now that is a, a stream of revenue for them. Nick then also goes and on to tell us the third thing about helping others. That's what NFPs are all about. That's what we try to get done. But it's also reaching out to others and letting them know that we are there to help each other and not just be out there alone. So without further ado, let's get on with the episode. The Not For Profit Podcast is brought to you by Platinum Audits for all your auditing needs. If you need any audits done or you need any information, please contact Platinum Audits. Welcome to the Not For Profit Podcast. Today, I'm speaking with Nick from Orange Sky, and we, he's going to do his own introduction today, and welcome, Nick. Thanks, Matthew. Uh, Orange Sky is Australia's first ever free mobile laundry service. Started here in Brisbane in October 2014 with a really crazy idea to chuck two washing machines and two dryers in the back of a van and simply drive around and wash and dry clothes for free. And our first ever mission statement was to improve the hygiene standards of people that were doing it tough. And what we realized after getting our first van, Sudsy, behind me uh, to work in the back of a, uh, or to work in Brisbane, is we realized that Orange Sky had very little to do with washing and drying clothes. It sort of had everything to do with while the washing was on, sitting down and having a really awesome chat. So our mission at Orange Sky very quickly evolved to positively connecting communities. And how we do that every day now is through those really simple things like washing and drying clothes, providing safe hot showers, but most importantly and most impactfully uh, through six orange chairs in every van, opportunities for people just to sit down and have really awesome conversations. That's awesome, mate. So you started with the one with Sudsy in the background there, the one van. Have you grown? You've grown now. Obviously, you're um, almost nationwide. How big How big you've got to? Yeah, so this October, Orange Sky turned five and we've now got 29 vans in operation around Australia and every state and territory and predominantly Across the east coast of Australia, we've got a van uh, in a remote Indigenous community of Lockhart River, which is 200 kilometres uh, from the tip of Queensland all the way down to Hobart and over to Western Australia. And we've also got uh, two vans in New Zealand. So we've got a van in Auckland and a van in Wellington. And um, homelessness in Australia, one in 200 people are unfortunately doing it tough and disconnected from the community. In New Zealand, it's one in 100 people. So a great um, but an unfortunate position uh, to be able to help in those communities now as well. 
Oh, that's awesome. What first got you started in that you were out, were you out on the streets and saw this? What, what got you started to to throw two dryers and two washers in the back of a van? Yeah, so Lucas and I were fortunate enough that our school, which we went to growing up, had a food van that fed people doing it tough. And through um, participating in that food van, we realised that there were people out there in our own backyard that didn't have access to things that we took for granted, uh, like a meal, like someone to talk to. Uh, like a uh, like clean laundry. So leaving high school, we wanted to find a way to continue helping in the community in quite a selfish way of simply getting our mates involved in, in helping. And um, never did we think that Orange Sky would um, grow to what it is now, but um, really sort of from that first person that I ever had a conversation with, which is a, a gentleman by the name of Harry. And, and Harry, had, you know, um, was just like my uncle and my granddad. He um, had these stories that went on and on and on forever. He had sort of jokes that were, were really terrible. But um, unfortunately, he was sleeping in a park and, and doing it really tough. So sort of from, from meeting Harry, that curiosity to um, sort of find people that we could help. And, and now Orange Guy is, is fortunate enough to help um, sort of people like Harry every every day. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. In growing, so 2014, so five years old, you would have gone through you know, one van, two vans. In growing that, how, how did you get the people involved and how did you find the right people to get to where you are today? Like you, you would have had accountants and advisors and all that sort of stuff. How did you find them? Yeah, so it's been a, um, our mission at Orange Sky is that to positively connect those communities. And I think that Orange Sky is, is not a reflection of Nick and Lucas. It's those communities of people from all walks of life coming together. So our main touchstones at Orange Sky are our friends, so people like Harry that trust us with their only possessions. And um, to date, we've washed and dried sort of 1.3 million kilos of, of laundry, facilitated over 7,000 um, showers. And um, that comes with a lot of trust um, with our friends. So um, really working with other community service providers in us adding value to the work that they're doing in the in the community. And they, uh, Orange Sky couldn't operate without those amazing groups. Um, it'd be our volunteers. So Orange Sky's now got... 1,800 volunteers around Australia, 200 over in New Zealand. And um, without our volunteers rolling up their sleeves and going out and helping the community, um, Orange Sky couldn't operate. Uh, then it's our supporters. So um, Orange Sky is run by um, generous of the generosity of people giving to us and people uh, donating to us is the only reason we exist. But then also our incredible team who um, facilitate our Orange Sky bands going out. So um, we've got an amazing team of, of people here in Brisbane and also around Australia that um, do everything from build the vans to fundraise for the vans, support the administration and um, sort of fundraising for the vans. And without that team, uh, we couldn't operate. So a broad mix of, um, you know, incredibly passionate people uh, who have that common goal of, of providing those really basic human rights. And that, you, you know, I think you hit the nail on the head there, what I see is just passionate. Everyone that runs a business like you run or even any NFP for that has to have that passion. Otherwise, you, you wouldn't do it. Yeah, and I, I don't think it's contained to, to not-for-profits. I think that, you know, we um, really see that, you know, industries, whether it be not-for-profit or for-profit or uh, technology or vehicle builds or fundraising, I think that being aligned to, to purpose is really, really important. And, you know, we've tried to um, do the best job we can to continually evolve that um, and amplify that as um, sustainably as possible. Oh, yeah, cool. If you had to do something different, if you went back to the start again, if you had it all over again, would you do differently? I mean, would you do anything differently? And what would it be and why? Yeah, I, I think we're, we're not naive enough to think that we've made lots of mistakes um, <laughs> since starting Orange Sky. And I think that um, there's lots of things that we would have done differently. But 
I think in hindsight, looking back, um, if we hadn't given certain things a go or had certain, um, you know, determination, we probably wouldn't have had those, those values. So I think probably, um, you know, there's lots of things we would have done differently, but also we're, we're very proud that we just gave it a go in, in lots of different things. So I think, you know, from the early days, probably we didn't take Orange Sky as seriously as potentially we should have. Um, and I think that that was um, both a positive and a negative in a sense that, you know, in our first month of operating, we had sort of 2,500 unique donations from 24 countries around the world and we were lucky enough to help 300 friends. And I think that probably our systems and our processes um, still don't reflect the scale that um, potentially we need to, to be at to help people globally. And I think that that's um, constantly a push and pull around, you know, absolutely when we started there were things that we now do that we're more safer and more robust and um, probably from financial security through to how we protect our people all those things have matured as orange guys matured and um, potentially if we had known in the early days the risks that we were potentially subjecting people to um, we would have done differently but um, yeah like i said i think being naive um, probably helped us along the way as well oh absolutely have as part of what you've done and how you've grown and, and you said you had donations in that first couple of months around from all other places, have you been getting requests to do other things in other countries and do other things in other places that you've had to say no to? And is it hard to say no to or is it safer to say no? Um, I think we've probably done um, a balance of both. So unfortunately, there are people all around the world that, that don't have access to the really simple things like laundry, like a shower, like someone to, to talk to. And, you know, we've been fortunate enough to be in a position where we've been um, somewhat successful in providing a, a service. So we do get a lot of requests from people wanting to um, grow, grow services around the world. And we still don't have our model right to be able to support people all around the world with that. But um, you know, there's definitely things we've said yes to that we shouldn't have said yes to. Um, and there's things that we've probably said no to that maybe we shouldn't have said no to. But I think that's an evolution of knowing our capacity, knowing our um, core value, having the right people in place, having the right funding um, and making good decisions. And I think like any organisation, we've made decisions that we're incredibly proud of and have been very successful. And, and like I said, we've made decisions that in hindsight, we definitely should have, shouldn't have. Yeah, definitely. And we all do that, mate. Even in business, I do that myself. So yeah, we all it's all learning and it's part of, part of life learning. When in those early days, going from the startup in, in the couple of months and you, you, yourself and your brother running it, it, did you, you made the decisions then, when did you see the need to go to a board structure or and to have that legalization of it? And was it a, a smooth transition because of, of the passion of everyone or was there actual some bit of bite back? Um, yeah, so Orange Sky started purely as a um, with an ABN um, that was registered under a not-for-profit and we had um, no charitable status, we had no DGR or deductible gift recipient status and um, Lucas and I funded the, the whole project ourselves and, um, you know, we thought one day down the line we'd be a registered charity but we just wanted to hit the ground running and start to help people. So, um, you know, our first donations actually weren't donations, they were people buying a load of washing on behalf of someone and um, you know, that, were just, that was purely a, a business transaction. And um, we then wanted to become an incorporation. So we needed seven directors. Um, Lucas and I were on that board. Our mums were on the board. We had the head of the washing machine company and a few other people um, that were on our first board. And um, that board saw Orange Guy grow from, you know, Nick and Lucas in, in 2014 to um, about $270,000 revenue in our first month to, uh, sorry, first year to 1.2 million now to, 
our last financial year is sort of about $6.6 million of revenue or something around that. So, you know, Orange Sky has been on this very steep um, trajectory of, you know, risk and people and, and revenue raising. And at the same time, we've had to grow our board. So Orange Sky um, is now a company limited by guarantee. And um, I guess, you know, with any of those things, um, uh, yeah, change does things. It um, uh, speeds things up, it slows things down. Um, and that's something that, um, definitely, we've um, we've been that's been a part of our growth as well. Yeah, absolutely. And you've learned to adapt to the new change, and that then and go from there. In saying that, your systems and processes would have had to change over the over the time as well. What's one of the systems you've introduced where you thought it wasn't going to work, and it absolutely worked, but it's a little bit it might not quirky, but a little bit different system. Obviously, it's unique because you guys have water waste in the back of a van, that sort of thing. There's there's a lot of uniqueness to what you do but what was a system you've introduced where you went well this is may not work in every, every business yeah so i think orange guys much as we're an asset-based um, organization with fleet with you know complexities around washers and dryers and showers um, at our core we're a people-based organization and our first ever hire orange guy was a software developer and sort of a, a quirky challenge we had was how do we mobilize volunteers and how do we connect them with shifts and how do we make sure that we're empowering volunteers to operate our service and really a, in a safe and sustainable way? So um, we couldn't find any tool or process um, or software on the market to help us manage those volunteers and manage our sort of our, our service operations. So um, we built out a suite of software that helped us, you know, run our vans, whether that be through um, knowing our vans' impact, knowing the incidents, knowing our rostering, knowing our service operations, and. Um, over the last five years, that's grown to a, a software platform that Orange Sky couldn't operate um, without us existing. And probably in the last year, what we've really seen is that that's actually kept on growing at even a faster pace because we made a decision to actually provide that software to not only Orange Sky, but as many organizations as possible. And um, that software is called Campfire. And we're now actually um, helping other um, not-for-profits with those challenges, but also, that's a revenue stream for, for Orange Sky. So I think when we started, you know, we didn't think we'd have vans all around um, Australia. We didn't think we'd have um, thousands of volunteers. And I think definitely we didn't think that we'd have a, a software entity running inside the, the organization that we started. And that's how a lot of organizations, organizations end up. They end up as a software company. So I was going to, you answered every question I was going to ask there re, re, regarding that. And it's great to see that you developed that for yourself. You got on board, you, you it utilized what you needed to do, and then you saw the potential to help others. And that's what NFPs are about is, like you said before, you can't, you can't operate without other, um, I would say, you know, food trucks and stuff like that because they come get a feed, they come get a wash, they come have a chat. You sort of all work together. And it's the same thing with if we, this works for us, why can't it work for somebody else? Absolutely. Yeah, and that's and that's the whole idea of this podcast is to share those ideas and know people that are starting up or you know wherever they are. It might be a couple of years in, you know, get into it, get out, get get out there. If it works for you, it can help somebody else. So, what would uh, moving to like the last twelve months? What would be one of the biggest challenges you faced the last twelve months, and how have you overcome that? I think sort of challenges are a part of our Orange Sky ecosystem, and it's something that we constantly need to embrace and. Uh, whether it be, you know, a challenge of getting machines to actually work in the back of a van or challenges around supporting people in some of the um, most positive and also most negative times of, of their life. I think that we're always going to have challenges as a part of our, our DNA. In the, the last 12 months, we've seen our growth into 
a new market outside of Australia being New Zealand. So um, registering an entity, looking at our shared services model, looking at you know, running um, different teams and different streams across different geographies. That's been a, a really nice challenge. We've seen some nice challenges in growing into remote Indigenous communities and um, providing, you know, primary health and looking at connecting people through um, laundry with First Nations people. I think we've seen growth in our, our teams, whether that be our technology team or our fundraising team, in looking at building find sort of sustainable revenue models. And um, with all those challenges, whether it be technical challenges, whether it be um, human challenges. I think that that's yeah probably in the last twelve months been like that. But also um, the last twelve months we've actually recruited a brand new board as well um, and brought some more directors on uh, on that Orange Sky board, which again um, increases our capacity to grow into the future. Oh, excellent. If when you're looking at the growth of the of the of the company, and you said you you've got, you're on a steep growth chart even still now. I, I'm. I'm a nerd. I like to look at numbers and figures, but I'm an auditor, so I like that sort of stuff. And I actually did a research. You've you've had really substantial growth for the last few years. How do you keep that sustainable, and how do you make that happen? Is it is it something you you just said you you, you look at it, you you manage it, you manage it? But do you push it? Like, do you always say, "Hey, we need to make sure we're hitting these goals, hitting these goals"? Is it something that's very forefront of mind all the time? Uh, absolutely, it's probably something that as Orange Guys growing our. Um, level and ability to to do that has also grown and um, you know when we started we didn't look at things like social impact or our revenue targets we just went out there and started helping people so it's definitely something that we you know as Orange Guys grown um, our our team has grown with that but um, you know this uh, or next financial or this sorry this financial year uh, we're trying to raise 11.5 million dollars of social impact uh, we're trying to raise seven million dollars to do that and our return on investment is about 2.06. Uh, of our um, sort of costs and then also our, our revenue raise. So um, we absolutely have some really clear objectives that we're trying to go out there and, and that's sort of a 26% increase from our previous financial year. And um, I think that, that our uh, level of um, sophistication and being able to measure that and be able to quantify that, like I said, has grown over the last um, couple of years. But um, whether it be, you know, our, our first goal, you know, we used to always talk about having 10 vans in Australia and, um, you know, our goal now is to not let people down, um, which is the same goal that we had when we started, but um, to not let people down now is actually, you know, million do- millions of dollars of donations. It's thousands of volunteers going out and helping people and, you know, it's those 31 vans keeping them out on the road and, and having a good impact. Absolutely. And money, unfortunately, ha- has to come to how to do that because you can't buy a new van if you don't have any money. So it's the one that it's that catch 22 to, to help people and not let them down. You need money to come in. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's the same with uh, a lot of, it's the same with every other NFP out there and, and everyone trying to help anyone. If, if people want to get in contact with you, want to get reach out, have a donate, what's the best way to, to reach out to you? Yeah. So um, our website, orangeguide.org.au, um, you can find out more about Orange Sky. You can see where our services operate. You can register to volunteer. But also I think the, the main purpose of this podcast is to really connect other not-for-profits in Australia. So um, Orange Sky is no, nowhere near an expert in this space. And um, definitely our success has been, or our successes have been derived from amazing people helping us. So if there's an opportunity to um, find better ways to do our service, we'd love to hear. But also if we could return the favour of, um, sharing any insights or advice with anyone would love to do that as well. Mate, that's brilliant. Thanks very much. And thank you very much for your time today. Thank you.